Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, Certified Lymphedema Therapist and the host of Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of Lymphedema Podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each week, I discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better the journey ahead. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Welcome back for episode 19 of Lymphedema Podcast. At the beginning of May, I had the privilege to join patient advocates, product reps, and therapists in Washington, D.C. for Lymphedema Lobby Days. Many of you are familiar with the bill and its purpose, but if you aren't and you're new to the Lymphedema Treatment Act, you can learn more about its history and its purpose in episode 9 with Judy Woodard. So if you've ever been to Washington, D.C., you may think of cherry blossoms, the Potomac, the historic landmarks and buildings there. And I, too, once remembered D.C. this way. But now all I can think about are information packets, making sure I have my most comfortable pair of tennis shoes packed, and fast-paced walking between this meeting and the next. More importantly, I recall the people I met and their stories. Each advocate uses their own time, their own money, to attend lobby days. And to me... That's what makes it so special. Paid lobbyists are just that. They're paid. That's their job. Volunteer advocates for the LTA wake up early, attend meetings every 15 or 30 minutes, starting at 9 a.m. and sometimes until later in the day, like 4 or 5. They might have a working lunch or complete additional packet drop-offs between meetings. I know our Texas team alone met with both Texas State Senate offices, We even met Senator Cruz at Coffee with Cruz for the second year. We dropped off 29 information packets, met with 12 health aides from Texas House representatives. And in addition to Texas meetings, we also met with representatives from Alabama, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. I'm really glad to say that in just the last two weeks, we've added 77 House representative co-sponsors to our bill. Co-sponsors from the meetings are still signing on as you listen to this episode. So there's a twist this year that I want to tell you all about. Some people are referring to it as the 290 rule. Essentially, this rule says that bipartisan bills with at least 290 co-sponsors will be placed on a consensus calendar until the bill is considered. Every in-session week between February 28th of the first session and September 30th of the second session, majority leadership will be required to bring at least one bill on the consensus calendar to the floor. In addition to the 290 rule, there's the new bipartisan amendments ruling that creates a protocol to add preference to amendments that meet the requirement of at least 20 members from each party. Currently, the Lymphedema Treatment Act has 248 co-sponsors in the House and 60 in the Senate 
We are so close to the 290 mark, and we've definitely surpassed the 20 members from each party threshold. Before I go into the action steps of this episode, I want to say something. I'm 29 years old, and I do not have lymphedema. I'm asked often why I care so much about this bill being passed. What does it do for me, right? My initial response is usually, why wouldn't I care? But I understand I may need to explain a little bit more. I want this bill to be passed for my mother-in-law, who's worked as a teacher and a diagnostician in the state of Texas, and who's also at risk for developing lymphedema from a bilateral mastectomy. During that mastectomy, she had lymph nodes removed from both sides of her chest. I want this bill to be passed for my friend Luann, who currently has bilateral low extremity and truncal lymphedema. She teaches online college courses from her home just so that she can have insurance to cover her medical expenses. Both of these people in my life currently have insurance that covers their garments to treat the lymphedema. But eventually, they will be on Medicare as their primary insurance. And when that happens, their lymphedema will likely go unmanaged due to cost. Hear me on this. Garments are not the most expensive part of treatment. But when left to choose between a garment or an electric bill, the choice is obvious. It shouldn't be this way. I want this bill to pass so there's never another American on Medicare that has to choose between paying a utility bill, gas to drive to work, or a compression garment. I want this bill to pass for me because one day I might be the one in eight woman who's diagnosed with breast cancer. If you want to support this bill too, here are three things you can do right now to help. Call or email your House representative and state senators. If you go to lymphedematreatmentact.org, there is a link where you can find your House representative, you can find your senator, and you can send them a personalized email. The script is already there. You can add as much to it as you want, but it's already there for you. If you just want to type in your name, type in your senator's name, and send it as is, you can completely do that. It is just that easy. It probably took me three minutes at the most, the first year that I sent my email to my rep and my state senators. The second thing you can do is join your state team. This also doesn't take very long at all, and the link is found right there on the website, lymphedematreatmentact.org. Lastly, if you have a personal story to share about lymphedema, you can submit that on the website, lymphedematreatmentact.org, and your story will be compiled with everyone else's story who has been submitted on the website, and it's given to the representative or to the senator whenever we have these meetings. I have seen it in person where we say, these are stories from constituents in your district, and we hand them a stack of papers that have your stories on them. And I cannot stress enough how big of a difference this makes for your representative or for your senator to read your story as a constituent from their district. They really are here to help you. They respond to that very well. Again, the website for you to visit to do any of these three action steps is www.lymphedematreatmentact.org. You can submit an email for your house representative or state senator. You can also find the phone number for their offices to call. You can join your state team and you can share your lymphedema story. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. 
This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about the Lymphedema Treatment Act and its current status. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.